1: Prepare yourself to ingest current events, pop culture, and politics
0: with a side of Latin flair. Vices. I, I
2: don't have to show you an sinking vices.
0: This is the Chris Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network.
2: CNN has decided to part ways with the monster that they created, or helped create anyway, Kathy Griffin, out the you know, this puzzles me because she was such a prime example of what it me uh, of what it means to be a, a member of CNN. She she was emblematic of the on-air core and <laughs> several editorial folks over there at CNN. But she's out. She won't be doing the New Year's thing. Uh, we'll get into that coming up in the course of the program. The Chris Salcedo Show. I am your liberty-loving Latino. Do not confuse me with loudmouth leftist Latinos out there, folks. I actually love the country. 888-900-3393. 888-900-3393. Blaze.com slash radio is how you hear us live. Or you can go to the Blaze Radio smartphone app or the iHeartRadio app. SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher for on-demand listening. All of the Blaze Radio programming is eligible for you to listen on your schedule. Uh, whether you're on Kafafe or not. <laughs> In case you guys don't know what I'm talking about, it. President Trump last night trying to spell coverage and, and misspell, had some fat thumbs, and the, the press has been gaga over that, as if they'd never made a typo before. Uh, going to social media, go to chrissalcedo.com. You can go to Twitter at chrissalcedoTX, at C H R I S S A L. C-E-D-O-T-X, on Facebook, The Chris Salcedo Show, and the Blaze.com, the channel section, Blaze.com channels, find us there. So the flip around is going to be very easy today because we have lots of breaking news. Now, look, I, I, I'm looking, at, I'll give you a, a screenshot right now. I'm watching Fox, CNN, MSNBS. Over at CNN and MSNBS, they have the same programmers, same political ideology. And they are talking about the same thing, which is Comey. Comey, Comey, Comey. Russia, Russia, Russia. They're, they're back to it. That's, they're one-trick ponies. Fox has talked about climate change, and now they're on to Kafafi. <laughs> Let's go to CNN first.
1: And that's why they are leaving all answers to, uh, to the, the council. And I think Mr. Spicer has concluded that he doesn't want to be responsible for saying anything that could affect the legal case against the White House staff, ultimately against the president. If
2: there is no legal case. This, this is some putz from the New York Times. This is a counterintelligence investigation, you moron. Uh, at least as far as the FBI is concerned. Now what Mueller is in, Mueller is investigating, he doesn't, nobody can articulate a crime. We, we went through this yesterday. John Sununu putting on a clinic, Uh, excuse me, Brooke Baldwin, anybody over at CNN, what's the crime? Tell me the crime. Well, colluding with the Russians, where's your evidence? Well, there is none. Uh, Shut up msnbs
1: where some of the biggest names in tech and media are this week this is in california hillary clinton is due on the stage any minute now we're going to bring her remarks to you live (sighs) uh, when they begin you're watching msnbc
2: (laughs) hillary clinton oh oh she we wish she was president we'll pretend as if she is president the woman is nobody the woman the woman isn't in an ele- elected office, she doesn't run the DNC, she has no official capacity other than she's a former Secretary of State. Why, why not take Condoleezza Rice's uh, speech? She's just as relevant as Hillary Clinton is. <laughs> why not take a Colin Powell speech live? He's just as relevant as Hillary Clinton is. Let's get over to Fox.
1: By both the House and Senate Intelligence Committees. Plus, Boris Epstein, he's the latest in the mix. The former White House staffer now confirms he received a voluntary request for information from the House Intelligence Committee. Both President Trump and the Russian President, Vladimir Putin, have denied that they coordinated in the Russian efforts to help Mr. Trump become elected while working against Hillary Clinton's chances in the recent presidential election. Our Chief Intelligence Correspondent, Katherine Herridge, is live in Washington.
2: This is such garbage. And look, I understand why Shep is, is focused on this like a laser. I mean, that this is a time of day where CNN and MSNBS and, and uh, Fox become indistinguishable uh, because we all know uh, Shep's leanings. But I mean, he's fairer about it than most, most of the time until he lets his bias show. But yeah, th- this... Uh, f- uh, <laughs> Quinn. Flynn is going to turn over documents. It came out yesterday. He's going to turn over documents. We're going to talk with Dan Perkins about that coming up here at the bottom of the hour. Along with a lot of other things. Successful missile test and all this kind of stuff. But on this climate change thing. The, the, the climate deal. Did we have this? No, I guess you know we didn't have this because it was, we didn't have a show on the blaze on Memorial Day but the other Salcedo shows did air live that day in Dallas-Fort Worth and in Houston. And we talked to, uh, you guys know him, Merrill Matthews from the Institute of Policy Innovation. Now, he suggested that Trump, a way out of this politically, was to kick that treaty, and that's what it is, that treaty over to the Senate. Now, think about this. I want, I want you guys to think about this. This gets all of these, these Democrats ready to sign on to economic policies that harm the United States of America. And it, by the way, a treaty is supposed to go to the United States Senate for approval. And of course, President Obama being the dictator wannabe that he was, just imposed it on us uh, against the Constitution of the United States. And the thing about the, the Paris Climate Deal is it's voluntary. For all the other nations except for the United States, because Barack Obama said, "Oh, it's okay, China. You're the biggest. You're the biggest CO two emitter, but you don't have to comply." And uh, all the other sta- all the other nations, you guys don't have to comply. We're going to comply. Uh, Obama said, "We're going to harm the United." I am, and that's the whole reason for his occupation of the Oval Office. We've all come to discover was the degradation and the transfer of wealth from a people he believed wasn't worth it either the american people to those who he believed were worth it like the radicalized islamic fundamentalist terrorists in iran or the communists in cuba the dictators not not the people the dictators so this whole idea of climate change uh, this is my favorite intellectual as a matter of fact there are a couple of liberals who listen to this program, and every single time, you know what? Maybe the folks over at over the Twitter account, listen up. Maybe maybe we put this out. Tweet out the phone number, and tell tell liberals uh, to call up this program and make their best case for man-made global warming. And why Trump should stay, should continue to harm America by staying in the climate accord and allow China to continue to emit CO2 unrestricted and allow developing economies to emit CO2 unrestricted and why American taxpayer dollars and why American taxpayer dollars should flow to these poorer countries and we should harm our economy. and and a transfer of wealth. And then let me put it to you liberals this way. Here's the question. If CO2 is destroying the planet and we must stop CO2 emissions now, all man-made CO2 emissions now, it must start now, how many of you liberals will support going to war with China? Uh, and you guys can dial the phone right now. 888 thirty three ninety three. If If CO2 is going to destroy the planet and, and some liberal extremists are already saying it's already too late, but if it's already too late, then why bother signing on to the climate accord? But if we are indeed destroying the planet with CO2 and China builds on average a coal-fired power plant every week and emits is the biggest emitter on the planet should we not force China to stop emitting co2 because they're destroying the planet shouldn't we go to war to prevent that I'd like to to hear your liberals take on this are you willing to go to war to stop China from emitting co2 888 900 888 900 3393. It's the Salcedo Show on The Blaze. Keep up with The Chris Salcedo
1: Show on Facebook and on Twitter
2: at Chris Salcedo TX.
1: Just another way to stay in touch with Chris on The Blaze Radio Network.
0: The
2: Chris Salcedo Show, listen, dial, speak, 888-900-3393. <laughs> oh, the White House conducted an audio only press conference today or a, a daily press briefing. It was audio only. <laughs> now, I don't, I don't know why this happened. Now I can speculate. This is just just your liberty-loving Latino speculating here, but it was a, I think it was a big middle finger to the likes of CNN and the biased press. Uh, they have to go out of their way to do a lot of extra work when you have. Yeah, that's great for it's great for talk radio. It's great for radio news. That's only one-dimensional. But see, you have to have, you have to have pictures when you do TV. So <laughs> I just think. It was a big middle finger to, uh, to, the, to, to the biased TV networks. <laughs> I, I, it, there could be another logical explanation for it, but uh, given what we know about the bias of the mainstream press, it, it may have its genesis there. Let me give you some statistics, folks, of the Earth's atmospheric makeup. of our atmosphere is nitrogen. 78%. That is the dominant gas in our atmosphere. Now you'd think, it's counterintuitive, seeing as how we all need oxygen to survive, that 21%, only 21% of the atmosphere is oxygen. Argon makes up 0.93 0.93%, near, just just shy of 1%. Argon. Carbon dioxide. The gas that's allegedly destroying the planet makes up 0.038. <laughs> so it, it's not it's not even a half a percent. Not nowhere close to a half a percent. 0.038. Now, of that 0.038%, how much of that is (laughs) man-made? Okay. How much of that carbon dioxide is man-made? 3%. 3% 3% of a 0.038 is man-made. And that's what we are to believe is throwing the entire planet out of balance. Y- ladies and gentlemen, the, the most dominant greenhouse gas on the planet is not CO2, is not carbon dioxide. You know what it is? Water vapor. Water vapor makes up 95% of the Earth's greenhouse gases. And we can't control that. We don't control that. I was watching Shepard Smith's coverage of the climate deal. And, well, climate scientists and uh, even uh, Trump's own defense secretary says that climate change is a challenge. Of course climate change is a challenge. Who the hell doesn't think that climate change isn't a challenge? of course it's a challenge. Man has been adapting to changing climate since we've been walking the planet. We're an incredibly adaptive adaptive species. And so long as progressive liberals don't uh, impoverish us, we will have the resources to combat the effects of climate change, whatever they are, whether it's going to be the mini- Ice age that has been predicted, whether it's at solar minimums or solar maximums or the variations the climate dishes up, we will be able to weather that storm because the climate is constantly changing and thank God it is. Thank God it is. Or else if the climate didn't change, you know, over a million years ago, we wouldn't be around, would we? So climate is constantly changing. It is, it strains believability that man is the driving force behind temperature on this planet. It doesn't pass the smell test. Where, let me do a quick Google search on this. Hold on a second. I, um, I always get these dates mixed up. Uh, the coming ice age. Um, 19, was it 1978? The coming Ice Age, uh, front page of, what was it, Time Magazine? Yeah, it was Time Magazine, I believe. Uh, One of these publications uh, had declared, I thought it was 76, but maybe, that's why I looked it up. But back then... It was this fear that we were going to freeze. And it was man's CO2 emissions that were going to block out the sun. Remember this? And it was the coming ice age. Man will freeze. No more growing food, blah, 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 blah. Then the temperatures started to increase. (laughs) And the scientists are like, oh gosh, can't extort money out of these people uh, when Mother Nature isn't collabor- uh, cooperating, so uh, let's call it global warming. Man-made global-, man-made global warming. And so they changed the name to global warming. And then uh, for a while there, the hysteria grew, and the basket of biased press committed to separating you from your money and making sure that liberals have control over it. They, they dutifully played along, and then something started to happen. Um, the temperature started leveling off and returning back to normal. Normal. What is normal? Returning back, uh, decreasing. To which, oh man, we can't go back to global cooling again, said these leftists. So they said, let's just nip it in the bud right now and just call it climate change. Whenever the climate changes, it's all man's fault. And we'll go with that. And that's about as much thought as they put into it. Because the, the agenda here is to separate uh you from your cash, to separate you from your liberty. These leftists know that your economic freedom. Oh I'm sorry, I just looked up at Hillary Clinton saying that the scandal around her email was maddening. Imagine how we felt, sister. <laughs> imagine how we felt about it uh where was i oh yeah so at at any rate the anybody who has been paying attention knows and understands and and those who are very learned a lot a lot more learned than i am uh, folks like dr roy spencer and others who know and understand that what what has been taking place these last few years it's not science it's not by any stretch of the imagination, uh, predictive of what climate will be in fifty or sixty years, they, they can't even they can't even predict the the weather forecast for next week accurately. Hey, up next, ladies and gentlemen, we'll talk with Dan Perkins. Successful missile test from the United States to counter North Korea's aggression. Oh, by the way, North Korea fired off another missile too. Back in a minute.
0: The Chris Salcedo Show. We'll be right back. The Blaze Radio Network.
2: Welcome everybody. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about with uh, international concerns. Remember, we play this soundbite for you. Well, actually, we we weren't here on Monday, so let me just re- replay this. This is General Mattis. What keeps you
0: awake at night? Nothing. I keep other people awake at night.
2: <laughs> Sorry. The, the question was. Uh, it's only a short soundbite. What keeps you awake at night?
0: nothing. I keep other people awake
2: at night. I keep other people awake at night, he said. And then yesterday, U.S. military detailing the complexity of the missile intercept program that was successfully tested yesterday. It's very
0: difficult. We're talking about intercepting in space at hundreds of miles of altitude with closing velocities of thousands of miles per hour. It's hitting a bullet with a bullet.
2: Hitting a bullet with a bullet. Let's talk more about this and many other Pieces of information with Dan Perkins. He's a master storyteller, everybody, and an author of the, these books, The Brotherhood of the Red Nile Trilogy. It centers around Islamic nuclear terrorism against the United States. He's a nationally recognized expert on radical Islam and a contributor to thedailycaller.com, clashdaily.com, thedailysurge.com, and The Hill. Hey, Dan, welcome back to the Salcedo Show.
3: It's always a pleasure to be with you, Chris.
2: Successful missile test by the United States yesterday. I, I can't help but remember the mocking from those in the left when, one, Ronald Reagan was talking about Star Wars and about rendering right. nuclear missiles uh, harmless and unable to spread their terror around the globe, and now we're a step closer.
3: Right, we are. And, uh, and while I'm not trying to be a killjoy here, Chris, I'm, I'm trying to be a realist. And that is... Um, so we have now the capability to knock his missiles down should he decide to launch them from north korea against us so the first issue is should we be sharing this technology with south korea russia and china and japan tough question
2: yeah, you know uh, Russia. I would say no. China. I would. Well, chances are they already have it because they've stolen the intellectual property as it is. <laughs> so, but but I, I understand your broader point. Uh, and, and my my first my first inclination would be no. I'd rather render I'd rather render their offensive capability moot uh, and 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 give the United States a leg up. I, I'm I'm reminded, Dan, back when we had a nuclear monopoly, the United States didn't use that monopoly for territorial gain or for oppression. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and I think it was Ronald Reagan who pointed out that had the nuclear monopoly been in the hands of the liberals' favorite types of rulers, like the communists, uh, then the world map would look very different today.
3: No question, no question. Chris, my, here's my concern. Um, while I'm thrilled that we have the capability to knock it out of the air... I have, I have written many, many, many times. Uh, there's an old, old saying that's older than me and you probably combined, a slow boat from China. <laughs> if you think about all of the cargo containers that are coming from the Far East to our ports and harbors around this nation, so we have now this, take a, a deep breath of relief that we have the ability to knock them down. What we don't have the ability to do if he takes them off the, the warheads, off the missiles and puts in a cargo container and ships it to the port of Los Angeles or San Francisco or New York or Baltimore or Boston or Miami or wherever and detonates it inside the cargo container, the damage is just as, de- as, as much. So yeah. uh, I have grave concerns that uh, we're not out of the woods yet.
2: No, and, and you know what, and for the other major nuclear power, which of course is Russia, uh, being able to take out one or two missiles is nothing compared to a multiple launch uh, that we still don't have the ability to, we'd have to make some choices. We wouldn't be able to intercept them all uh, right. if Russia decides to get squirrely with the United States. Now, uh, speaking of squirrely, North Korea it once again, firing off another missile. And, towards yeah, Japan. yeah. Well, not only towards Japan, but it landed in Japan's economic zone inside of their territorial waters. This is mm. an escalation, I think, that is, that is, well, it's not good. It's provocative, which is, I think is what the intent is. But what should the response be in your view?
3: Um, that's a great question. Uh, I don't think it's possible, for example, with all the cargo containers that are coming across the Pacific to inspect every one of them. Uh, to, to assume that uh, nuclear weapons are not going to get inside the United States is a, is a, a bad decision. Um, we have to think about how we're going to interdict this stuff uh, before it can get into a cargo container uh, where it's coming from. That means much greater cooperation with the shipping partners all over the world uh, that they have a responsibility to do an, an, uh, a serious inspection in order to protect their trading partners and the potential, potentially themselves if there was a miscue and one blew up. Um, I, don't think, I think longer term, though, Chris, we have to find a way uh, legally to take this man out. Whether we take him out, the Russians take him out, the Chinese, South Koreans, I don't really care. We cannot have a world where a man of this unstable nature is allowed to work his way towards launching nuclear weapons against his neighbors and to try and reach the United States. With that, Chris, you also have to put in the mix Iran.
2: Well, no, I, uh, yeah, and again, Iran, and the, it's odd that you bring them up because they are sharing technology. Actually, both North Korea and Iran are exchanging technology. It's like these two countries are joined at the hip, and they have one common enemy, of course, which is the West and the United States. Dan Perkins, yes. uh, Dan Perkins our guest right now, folks. You can catch his stuff at The Hill, uh, clashdaily.com. The Brotherhood of the Red Nile Trilogy, are the name of the books, mm-hmm. uh, Flynn is is going to turn over documents now, we are told, uh, right. and, and, and put this in the context of here's Flynn saying, okay, I'm, I'm going to give over these docs to all this Russia, Russia, Russia investigation. Then you have the ex-CIA chief Mike Morrell saying that he has little confidence in this story, the sources of this story that Jared Kushner tried to set up or, or was in talks to set up a back-channel a communication with Russia. It right. seems to me, as I'm looking out there, is that this whole Russia collaboration narrative is starting to fall apart, and we're hearing that some Democrats are openly worried uh, and and having no confidence because these investigations are turning up nothing, and they may have to go back to their constituents and say, well, there was nothing there, and and they've been promising impeachment this entire time. What do you, what do you think about that? Oh, I, I
3: just literally just wrote a piece. I'm not sure where it's going to be because I write for seven different box but i I sent it off to aj uh, this morning yeah uh dealing exactly with what you're talking about and 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 if you follow some of the press over the weekend what the white house is assembling is a an assault team and so what apparently the president has decided that that um, he is going to have to be the one that's going to have to defend himself he can't really help expect help from the the congress or the senate so he's assembling an assault team to respond almost immediately to what's going on. And uh, the attacks, the Kushner situation uh, being an example. But the fact that Diane Feinstein a week ago said she's the vice chairman of the Senate Intelligence Committee, which is investigating the relationship between the Trump campaign, Trump and his advisors to people or governments in Russia. And she said, "There isn't anything there. We haven't found anything." And I think you're right. I I think there's a great old saying that fits this very well. If you find yourself digging in a deep hole, stop shoveling.
2: <laughs> yeah,
3: and I I think don't think the Democrats know how to stop shoveling.
2: They can't because it, and, it, it,
3: and so it, they're they're putting themselves in a huge vulnerable position that the the tunnel above it because they're not worried about shoring it up is going to fall in on them and we're going to sit this is a quote from the piece we could very well be sitting in our living rooms watching the election returns in november of 2018 and we'll see the same people crying who cried in 2016 asking the same question how did this happen
2: and I think you're right because and it, it won't be any credit to the Republicans uh, people are it, it, the left wing base that has been set up to believe that impeachment is right around the corner and a bunch of the left wing kooks jump on my Facebook page and my social media and they, and they believe this is going to happen because uh, they think he violated some law but the, the, the fact of the matter is there's no evidence of collusion there's no law that's been broken CNN can't ar- articulate what law has been broken uh, ABC, NBC CBS can't articulate what laws have been broken, and this is all like a, a house of cards collapsing, and the left wing is going to go absolutely bonkers. Before I let you go, Dan, I, I, I want to talk about this, this endeavor that you've started called Songs and Stories for Soldiers. US. Tell the yes. folks what this is all about.
3: We are we are working currently in 63 facilities across the United States, hospitals, clinics, Walter Reed, Brooke Army. Uh, major uh, military installations of VA hospitals, VA clinics, community centers, trying to help our veterans who are suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder, sleep deprivation and suicide. And we're in 63 facilities. We do it through an MP3 based system. We, we've given away over 11,000 of these players. We get about 32,000 hits a month on our website, which has 3 million songs over 100,000 audiobooks, 30,000 old-time radio shows, and four additional eight-hour custom-designed sleep audios designed to get the soldier to REM-level sleep. The numbers are astronomical. Many people are aware that the suicide rate for male veterans is about four times the suicide rate of civilians. However, For the first time in the history of the Veterans Administration, last fall they began to release statistics on women veterans. The suicide rate in women veterans, and and I know we talked before the show, it's an amazing number. It's the wrong word. It's a terrible number. The suicide rate for female veterans is 12 times the suicide rate of their sisters in civilian life. Good Lord. We have have 55% of women veterans who have indicated in interviews that there was at least one sexual harassment while they were in active duty. And the VA says of the 2.1 million women that are members of the American veterans, 600,000 women veterans have PTSD.
2: Well, Daniel, you know, so, I I'm up against the clock here, but you know what? I want to give the website one more time. Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us, folks, as you can hear, there's a need for what's going on here. And Dan, God bless you, man, for, for doing this. And we'll, we'll get you on to talk about that again, because the VA is a whole different story. Dan Perkins, everybody. Brotherhood of the Red Nile Trilogy. That's the name of the book. You can catch his stuff at DailySurge.com and TheHill.com. Dan, thank you very much, as always.
3: Thank you. Um, Always a pleasure to be with you, Chris.
2: You bet, bud. More to come, folks, on the Chris Salcedo Show right here on The Blaze.
3: It's not just a show,
0: it's a movement. Join The Swarm. Twitter hashtag SalcedoSwarm. Only on The Blaze Radio Network. The Chris Salcedo Show.
2: Several uh, intertwined stories revolving around the grotesque yet predictably liberal activities undertaken by alleged comedian Kathy Griffin. For those of you who don't know, she put together a video holding up a severed head of Donald Trump that was bloodied, gruesome graphic, and in ISIS style held up the severed head, just as a member of the caliphate would. We've observed that uh, many of the extremist progressives in the United States of America have a similar commitment to their ideology as radicalized Islamic fundamentalist terrorists have to theirs. And that they employ many of the same tactics, violence being among them. So here's Kathy Griffin. Oh yeah, don't forget, uh, Sa- uh what was her name? Cone. What's is it Sandy Cone? What's what's that? What's that uh Rachel Maddow wannabe? Oh man. Hold on. I'm I'm not I'm not gonna hold on. Cone. Uh progressive is I I don't I don't know I don't know these leftists. Um, it's uh, Sally Sally Cone, yeah, Rachel Maddow wannabe. Uh, Sally Cone, who again is isn't she an alleged comedian too? <laughs> Sally Cone says that Sharia law is progressive. Uh huh. Anywho. So here comes Kathy Griffin, and then after she received the immediate blowback, she, in a tearful apology, says, says she's very sorry. Now, CNN has severed their, their ties to Miss Griffin, uh, saying that she will not be on their New Year's celebration, and even uh, Anderson Cooper has said that uh, he, will, uh, he condemns what she had done. What's funny is that Al Franken, the senator from Minnesota, is scheduled to appear with Kathy Griffin at an event in July, and, you know, the good senator refuses to cancel the event. He's going to appear with her because, let's be honest, Kathy Griffin is Al Franken's type of liberal extremist, violent and hates conservatives, right? Right, Franken?
0: You're listening to The Chris Salcedo Show. Part of Generation Blaze on the Blaze Radio Network. Prepare yourself to ingest current events, pop culture, and politics with a side of Latin flair.
2: I don't have to show you any stinking vices.
0: This is The Chris Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network.
2: Let me go to Fox really quick. Hold on a minute. This is Joe Piscopo, everybody, a a comedian.
3: That was, man, it's
1: inexcusable,
3: reprehensible. Do you think she, by apologizing, probably knowing full well what CNN was going to do, that that she can make amends here, or or what? I don't know, man. I don't know. I know people on the radio. My radio show, I just speak as a conduit of the people on the radio. You know, Seriously the they, they, no mercy on that one. So she goes to the next comedy club or next stand-up. I mean, is she going to have to be careful here? Is she a hero with the she, progressive well, left? Well, that's exactly it. Yeah, it could, could very well be, but I don't think so. And, and I'm telling you, she's a nice gal. That's what leads me to believe is that maybe she was used. Here, hey, I'll do this and we'll put this in. Was it Photoshop? Well, she's also very smart. Yeah. She's not an idiot. Yeah, so yeah
1: but inexcusable. Smart,
2: right? I fun- oh, I don't know about that. Neil Cavuto talking with Joe Piscopo on his show, talking about Kathy Griffin. Something else I want you all to consider. I am watching throughout the afternoon, since this show began, CNN and MSNBS have not talked about this story. CNN's terminating its relationship with Kathy Griffin for the New Year's Eve thing was put out on a Twitter blast. And Anderson Cooper had a tweet. So they're not covering it. MSNBS and CNN are not covering it. CNN created this monster. And I'm not talking about just Griffin and their relationship. I'm talking about CNN and MSNBS and the hatred for Trump that they fuel. You know, that stabbing that happened out in in Portland, Oregon... That stabbing that happened uh, where uh, this guy was uh, uh, an alleged uh, Muslim hater or something like that. Turns out he wasn't. He hated all faiths. He hated Christians. He hated Jews. He hated Muslims. Uh, He hated Trump. He voted for Stein and Bernie Sanders. But the left wing jumped on it and said, this is what happens when you got a president like Donald Trump. When Kathy Griffin does what she did, this is what happens when you have outlets like CNN. This is what happens when you have outlets like MSNBS that feed and foment hate. The home of hate on cable news is CNN and MSNBS. They're not covering it. Gee, I wonder why. I wonder why. Why? if this had been resident Barack Obama, somebody holding up a bloodied resident Barack Obama head on um, on video, do you think CNN and MSNBS would ignore it the way they're ignoring what Kathy Griffin did? Do you think they would be ignoring it? Of course they wouldn't. Because that fits in with their agenda. They would like to paint all right-wingers as Violent. But when one of their own delivers once again on what we all know to be true that the real home of hate in this country is the left wing, that we know that the real perpetrators of violence, whether it be on the floor of the Texas House, whether it be on the college campus at Berkeley, or whether it be Kathy Griffin doing some dumbass thing in front of the cameras. The home for hate and violence in the United States of America is the sole purview of the American left. And CNN can't be bothered to report on that. And MSNBS can't be bothered to report on that. Because that would be actually reporting on what's going on. It would run afoul of their ideology. You heard me. The ideology practiced by CNN, the I- ideology practiced by MSNBS. And they would also take some sort of ownership or culpability. Instead, they just ignore it. These individuals who run these networks foment this hatred. And when it reaches its apex, when it comes to its natural conclusion, oh, it wasn't us. Oh, it wasn't us. Oh, we're going to terminate our relationship with Kathy Griffin. Oh, we're just going to ignore it, says MSNBS. News. Sure. Did you guys hear Scott Pelley is out at CBS Evening News? it's, It's rumored, according to page six, that he had a disagreement with his boss. I mean, what do biased liberal hacks argue about in a newsroom? Uh, you weren't you weren't unfair enough to Donald Trump? <laughs> Is that what they get an argument about? Now, let me give you another example of what I mean. I mentioned the Texas House. You guys, I told you about this story yesterday, where it came out that the Democrat a guy by the name of Poncho Nevarez, and we have nicknamed him (laughs) Poncho, not Poncho, not Poncho, but Poncho. Poncho Nevarez admitted, as has been reported by the Daily Caller, admitted that he, quote, shoved around his GOP colleague. He initiated the violence as the modern-day liberal tends to do. So upon covering this story, CNN's Kate, is it, how do you pronounce this woman's name? Is it Bolden, Bolden, Bolduan? It's it's B-O-L-D-U-A-N. I don't watch her, (laughs) so I have no idea how she pronounces her name. I mean, attractive enough, don't get me wrong. She's not terrible to look at. She's just a kook. And l- listen to what she says constitutes democracy in action.
0: Look, I mean, it's like in some strange way, democracy in action. Protesters speaking out and protesters and them trading strange words and almost fists and punches on the statehouse floor. <laughs>
2: yeah, you know. No, it wasn't almost. It actually, the physicality did happen. You know, here's, here's CNN's finest. Kate Boudouin or Bolden or whatever. You know, that that's democracy in action, violence. Democracy, democracy in action, violence, no, sweetheart. That's just the opposite of democracy. That's just the opposite of a civilized society. And it's what you folks over at CNN are pushing. It's what you at folks at CNN and MSNBS and left-wing biased news outlets have been pushing since the election of donald trump pure unadulterated hatred and if if donald trump is responsible for that nutcase out in portland oregon who was a jill stein voter and a bernie sanders voter if donald trump's responsible for that then cnn and MSNBS and all you other folks in the biased press, you're responsible for Kathy Griffin and the violence we see on America's streets and the the violence perpetrated by Democrats in places like the Texas House. I'll be back in a minute. It's the Salcedo Show here on The Blaze.
0: Broadcasting with Latin flair. This is the Chris Salcedo Show on The Blaze Radio Network. Is on the Blaze Radio Network.
2: Uh, tomorrow we got Senator Ted Cruz coming on the program. And one of the things I want to talk to him about is uh, the GOP and just how committed are they to, to doing anything? Just how committed is the GOP to reversing left-wing extremism that we've endured these last eight years? I don't know that they are. Just how committed are they of ridding us of Obamacare? That is that is a, a failure on every front. On every front, Michael Needham was having a conversation with uh, Chris Wallace this last weekend, and Chris Wallace posed a question to Mister Needham detailing some statistics about the failure of Obamacare.
1: Some Senate Republicans are talking about just giving up on health care and moving straight to tax reform. It would be a mistake. I mean, the American health care system is collapsing under Obamacare.
2: Why would it be a mistake? See, the more I think about this, I, I wish the Republican senators would do nothing. The problem with liberal extremists like Barack Obama and his, and his political party, the problem is, is that there are always grown-ups who get elected to fix their mess. And the American people are never, are never brought to, to face the ramifications of their mistake. And Barack Obama was probably one of the biggest mistakes this country ever made. I mean, it, there was, there have been some pretty serious mistakes that this country has made. I mean, slavery was a mistake. Um, the Jim Crow laws were a mistake. Uh, the tax, uh, the the ability, the income tax was a mistake. And Barack Obama was a huge mistake. And we're going to be, and I've told you guys this before, we're going to be paying for years, decades. For that mistake. I I am not in the mood. And, and, and trust me. It, this is going to harm me. This is going to harm all of you. This is going to harm. Every man, woman and child. In the United States. By allowing the Democrats vision. For health care to come to fruition. Let it. Hit. Let it do what it was designed to do. Which is. Harm the United States of America. Destroy the traitorous insurance companies. Let it, do, let it do its work. And then when the American people realize they can't get seen by a doctor, when the American people realize that I've got Obamacare insurance, and, it does, and it's meaningless, and it's meaningless, then, then the epiphany will happen. Oh, my gosh. What a fool I've been to believe liberal promises that are never kept. I'm, I'm not in the mood to bail out left-wing extremists. So unlike Michael Needham, who says, well, it'd be a mistake because Obamacare's is collapsing. Look, the Republicans, the Republicans can't even agree. You've got, you've got Republicans in that Senate who are just as every bit as statist as Barack Obama is. And they call themselves Republicans. They've bought the idea that government must be involved in your health care. To which I say, screw you. You're wrong. You're dead wrong. You can't, you people up there on Capitol Hill can't even do your damn jobs. You guys realize this? That these so-called leaders, these elected leaders, are responsible for running up $20 trillion in debt? And they, and they want to pretend that they're capable of solving the healthcare issues. Come on. And remember, I, I said healthcare. I didn't say health insurance. I said healthcare. There's a difference. I don't even think these these idiots know the difference. And I'm being bipartisan. I don't think they know the difference between health insurance and healthcare. I honestly don't, or they're praying you don't. So I got to. As much as I am a big fan of Michael Needham, uh, I think he's right on most things, 99.9% of the time. I'm disagreeing with him on this one. I don't think it'd be a mistake to let Obamacare continue to, to harm. Now, there is a political calculation. I think this is where Michael was going. That the Republicans, if they can't get anything done on Obamacare, something they've campaigned on for the last seven years... I mean, they, they really do show how worthless they really are, don't they? Don't they? I mean, really. I, We're going to repeal, replace again. We're going to repeal. Where's your plan? We don't have a plan. We didn't anticipate on winning. <laughs> That's where we are. That's where we are. These people are no more qualified than you or me to solve this problem. Uh, Let me uh, me say that again. These people are no more qualified than you or me to solve the problem they created. Only in the minds of Washington can you say, oh, look at the disaster they created. They're the only ones who can get us out of it. (laughs) Think about it. Think about it. The reason why we had Obamacare is because Republicans like Mitch McConnell were lazy and didn't come up with a Republican alternative to fixing health care? And, and we, thought, we thought it was because Mitch had some master plan. Mitch had some master plan of, uh, well, uh, Obamacare will fail and people will see. Well, you know, he didn't. Because now, now you've got the Republican caucus who got elected on repealing and replacing the damn thing. When really what they needed to do was to offer America an alternative. And and to speak eloquently about why state control over your health care is a really bad idea. And saying that government has a role in this is really a bad idea. But he didn't. I remember talking with uh, Congressman Michael Burgess. And he and I were lamenting the fact that Republicans even back when Obamacare was being de- debated, should have come together and had an alternative. They couldn't come together back then. Fast forward today, guess what? Newsflash, they still can't come together. This is the, you know, the, the left-wingers, the Democrats, they are unified. Now they're, they're fewer in number and they've been decimated across the country because they're Obama's party. They're the anti american party they're the anti rule of law party they're the anti jewish state party they're the anti prosperity party that's the re- the American people are rejecting all of that, but you've got the Keystone cops in the GOP one of the chief clowns, John McCain, who got reelected Bob Corker, another clown these people these people, though, have the brains God gave a soda biscuit when it comes to solving complex issues. You, if you really want to screw up health care, let government fix it. The answer is, is simple after all. The free market. The free and open market will allow resources to flow where resources need to flow to and now now granted you're not going to be able to trade influence you're not going to be able to enrich yourself off the public dole off the public dime yes but the healthcare issue will work itself out and the american people the people you're allegedly there to represent they will be further ahead now there is one Democrat, remember I mentioned that, uh, that stabbing by that kook out in Portland? That, that stabbing caught the attention of the racist, anti-Semitic Congressman Keith Ellison. He is the vice chair of the Democrat National Committee, folks. This racist, anti-Semite by the name of Keith Ellison. Uh, Keith Ellison wanted blacks and whites to live separately. Yeah. Real, real shining example of a, of a liberal. Mr. Ellison saw that one of the individuals that had been stabbed uh, was not receiving care. The, Our healthcare system, wrote Keith Ellison, is so cruel. One of the heroes of the Portland stabbing has to crowdfund his life-saving medical care. Now, Think about this. There's something wrong with his statement there. Our healthcare system is so cruel, one of the heroes of the Portland stabbing has to crowdfund his life-saving medical care. What's wrong with that statement? Why did Keith Ellison delete that tweet? I'll tell you about it coming up next. The Salcedo Show. 888-900-3393. The
0: Chris Salcedo Show.
2: On the Blaze Radio Network. So you guys figure it out. Uh, welcome back, everybody. It's Chris Alcedo Show, and I am happy you have tuned in. I am your liberty-loving Latino. Do not confuse me with loudmouth leftist Latinos out there. I actually love the country. Keith Ellison tweets out: Our health care system is so cruel. One of the heroes of the Portland stabbing has to crowdfund his life-saving medical care what's wrong with that well it didn't escape the notice of many of keith ellison's political opposition and they let him have it on twitter that the current health care system that we are burdened with here in the united states is courtesy of resident barack obama and his political party the democrats it's called obamacare so Keith Ellison hastily took down the tweet, but not before it was screen captured and not before so many people called out Mr. Ellison on his rank hypocrisy. I mean, not only is the man a racist and an anti-Semite, but also he's a, he's a hypocrite. Uh, he's a liberal. I mean, <laughs> that's kind of redundant, isn't it? But... Did, did Keith Ellison actually do this unintentionally? Was this really a screw up? I'm I'm perfectly willing to entertain that that idea. I mean, again, he is a progressive. I I am fully prepared to admit that he's a screw up. But Keith Ellison, the the racist anti semite, has been on somewhat of a Democrat repair bent since the departure of President Obama out of the Oval Office. Recognizing that President Obama did immense damage to the Democrat Party, immense damage. Some are speculating it's irreparable that they have become, that you might as well just name them a socialist party because that's that's who and what they are. The anti-American socialist party. So Keith Ellison along with his his boss over at the DNC have set up on some sort of a reform effort to separate the Democrat Party from Obama. That's why the Democrat Party is recruiting, trying to recruit veterans to run as Democrats because those veterans have a different message than the anti-American kook Barack Obama a very different message of of fighting for country the best interests of the country and not you know and 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 putting their lives in the line for their countrymen it's a different message than the democrat party has had these last 8 years so maybe keith ellison tweeted that out to slam obama and then hastily took it down saying and, and you know he was willing to take the hit now look look Maybe I'm giving Keith Ellison way too much credit, but remember what he said a little little under a month ago about President Obama
1: Barack Obama could have been a better party leader, and I think that the fact that he um, wasn't uh, has put his legacy in jeopardy. We lost a lot of state House seats, governorships, secretaries of states, his true legacy is in danger, and I think that he can't say that he wasn't he wasn't part of those losses i mean who else
2: <laughs> who else indeed who else in, he was the, he's the leader of the democrat party for the last 8 years and the democrat party lost over 1200 seats across the country a wholesale decimation of the democrat party as they abandoned white working class males as they abandoned middle america and they threw in with radicalized Islamic fundamentalist terrorists in Iran, as they threw in with communists in Cuba, in Cuba, in Venezuela, as they threw in with Vladimir Putin, making sure that he could conquer Crimea without opposition, and making sure that he had 20% of the United States uranium stockpile. That's the legacy of Barack Obama. And maybe, maybe they're trying to, to separate from that because they recognize that Mr. Obama was the architect of their terrible electoral outcomes for these last eight years. Now, I, again, I, I, want, I can concede, folks, I'm probably giving Keith Ellison way too much credit for thinking like this. I'm just, I, I want you guys to leave the, the possibility open that the racist anti-Semite might be thinking tactically and trying to backhandedly inform Democrats we realize just how badly we screwed up on health care. And we're going to try to blame it on the Republicans, but it, this, it could be or it could be he's just a moron. I mean, either possibility is real. Uh, Speaking of left-wingers and Obamacare, Dick Durbin was on Fox News Sunday this weekend and was forced to admit that Democrats really screwed the pooch when it came to imposing Obamacare on this nation.
1: But Obamacare has its own problems. You heard Senator Cassidy mention some of them. Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas City just announced this week that it has lost a hundred million dollars through 2016 and that it is gonna pull out of exchanges. That means that in 25 counties in Western Missouri, they may have no insurer at all. Doesn't something have to be done dramatically?
2: No insurer at all. Thank you, Democrats thank you resident barack obama thank you nancy pelosi thank you to every single democrat who voted for obamacare no choice in health care at all (laughs) it's just a few million americans what does keith ellison care what does nancy pelosi care what does obama care
0: well, it should be. First, we ought to have an administration that supports our health care system.
2: Supports your health care system. Your health care system is a failure. What do you mean support? Donald Trump has kept up every financial obligation of, of Obamacare until it's repeal. He has done nothing to undermine Obamacare.
0: What the Trump administration has done since day one is to find ways to cut
2: off support for our current health care system. For example. Give us an example, Dick Durbin. Uh, Lack of advertising, for example. Lack of advertising. You know what that is? Now, Chris Wallace didn't ask him of this, which either Chris Wallace didn't know or didn't want to embarrass Dick Durbin. How many days did Donald Trump cut off advertising? What he's talking about is the advertising for open enrollment on Obamacare. And indeed, Donald Trump did cut off some time for the advertising. You know, you know how many days? Four. Four days. Dick Durbin is looking at America straight in the eye and saying, because we didn't get four days of advertising, that's why Obamacare is collapsing. Because Donald Trump, being in office, what? Where are we at? Uh, four months? Being in office four or five months, because he didn't advertise for four days, Obamacare is collapsing. Now, there are some, there, there are some liberal constituencies who will believe that. Most common sense individuals will say, well, wait a minute, if, if, I, if, if I can collapse the Democrats' health care system by not advertising for four days, is that really a good health care system? Is that really a good one, Dick Durbin?
0: Bring new people on board so we have larger insurance pools and and lower premiums. Uh, We have to have uh, an effort made to sustain the current system uh, while
2: we repair it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Repair it? Repair what? This is Democrat perfection. You guys assured us that it would lower our premiums. That it would save the average family of four $2,500 a year. That if you liked your doctor, you could keep your doctor, Dick Durbin. That if you liked your plan, you could keep your plan, Dick Durbin. These These are all the promises your party made, Dick Durbin, when you imposed it on the nation against the will of the American people. These are the promises you made, sir. What do you mean, repair it? This is the best thing since sliced bread, according to you libs. Now, we all know you guys didn't even read the bill. We know that. But why let facts get in the way?
0: We shouldn't be sabotaging it. But and wait, let's look at the bottom wait, wait, line wait. here. With the Sen-
1: Republicans. Senator Durbin, let me just point out. When Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas City says they've lost $100 million through 2016, you can't blame that on Trump. He wasn't president.
0: No, of course, it, it is not a situation where the, the system we have is perfect, and it
2: isn't. I voted for it, uh-huh. and it needs to be repaired. Uh-huh. I voted for it. It's not perfect. I voted for it. <laughs> it well, you know what, Dick Durbin? It's, it's far from not perfect. It's a failure. And It's failing. I, I want Dick Durbin to show up to those, those districts around the country where there is no choice, meaning you have just one insurer, or no choices, zero insurers, and I want him to say, well, we, we understand the law is not perfect. Oh, by the way, they're all compelled by Dick Durbin's law to buy insurance, but none are available. But you got to buy it or pay a fine." I would like Dick Durbin to show up to those districts and say, well, you know, it's, it's not perfect. <laughs> and I, I, I want every Democrat to show up to all of those. Di- and by the way, those districts are going to grow. This is why, folks, I think the Senate would do well to do nothing. The Republicans can say in the House could say, look, we did our best. It's the dysfunctional Senate. All those Democrats in the Senate who thwarted everything. And by the time 2018 hits, Obamacare will be in full collapse. Oh, I I hope Mitch McConnell is smarter than he has shown himself to be when he was blaming talk radio for all of his woes. Back in a minute, the Chris Salcedo Show, right here on The Blaze.
0: Telling the truth. It's one of those jobs American liberals won't do that's why we need the liberty-loving latino chris salcedo the blaze radio network Chris Salcedo show on the Blaze Radio Network.
2: I was just thinking about something. You folks in Minnesota, uh, Senator Al Franken, Stuart Smalley is going to uh, keep his date with with Kathy Griffin, uh, the the ISIS representative of the of the progressive movement. <laughs> is uh, is this what you all value up there in Minnesota? This, is this what you all uh, what you're all about up in Minnesota? Just asking. Is is Al Franken representing all of you? Oh, hey, you guys elected that that whack job Jesse Ventura. I'm sure that <laughs> maybe uh, maybe uh, it is what is represented up there in Minnesota. Just saying. Last thing I want to talk to you guys about is something that's, that's rather serious. Do you know the term FGM? Stands for female genital mutilation. This is undertaken by certain segments of Islam. And it's a procedure that rather gruesomely cuts off a certain part of the female anatomy that's in the nether region. I don't want to get too graphic. I know the kids are out, out of school and uh, some of you may be listening with kids close by. But look up female genital mutilation and you will be aghast that this is going on in the United States of America. It's been going on in in Muslim-majority countries for for years. And a representative by the name of Heather Shiraki in Maine wants to stop it, wants to make it a Class B crime to do this sort of thing to a young girl. And it, it, it is... It is barbarism to the highest order, folks. It is just, it is, it is a. Uh, uh, I can't even come up with an adjective to describe it. How inhuman, how subhuman it is. So you'd think there'd be universal praise for such an initiative to say, "Look, not in our state. We don't want no, 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 no. You, you do not get to undertake." This war on women. It's, this, is, this is an actual war on women, by the way, folks. Where, where their genitalia is mutilated. Well, you'd think it was universally praised. But no. Not if you're the American Civil Liberties Union of Maine. Uh, the ACLU of Maine staunchly opposes protecting young women from female genital mutilation. This, according to an ACLU spokesman, Om Shri uh, Mara Sigaham, (laughs) Uh, said that the risk of mutilation isn't worth expanding Maine's criminal code. That shows you how important women are to the ACLU. Hey, remember everybody, a society's worth is not measured by how much power is seized by an out-of-control government. Or rather, how much power is reserved for we the people. Have yourselves a fantastic day, folks. Back here tomorrow, Thursday, on The Blaze.
0: This is the Chris Salcedo Show on The Blaze Radio Network.